Greetings. I'm Matt Matthews, one of the pastors here at First Pres in Champaign, and I'm happy to welcome you to our media ministry. Join us in person. We're located at the intersection of Church and State Streets, adjacent to Westside Park in downtown Champaign. Our traditional worship service is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and on most of those Sundays, we offer French translation. Our contemporary services on Sunday begin at 11.15 a.m. When you come to First Pres, what you'll find, what I hope you'll find, is a community of people who support each other and who are passionate about making a difference in our community and beyond. You'll find relevant teaching for children and adults. We have at least a dozen Bible studies in small groups, including pickleball, that's right, pickleball, adult choir, a bell choir for all comers, and other programs and events designed to grow your faith and give you and me opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. Listen for the word of the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Tracy, come on up, brother. Tracy and I are uh, attempting to preach together. Um, this morning we've been uh, thinking about the 23rd Psalm. The 23rd Psalm is important to him, certainly important to me. And for many of us, the 23rd Psalm is one of our favorite scriptures. Those first five words... The Lord is my shepherd. Five words. Um, are for many people the center of faith. Those words, the Lord is my shepherd. That's the center of their faith. None other than God Almighty loves me and cares for me. None other than God Almighty guides me. That's what shepherds do. They, they guide, they protect, they heal, they teach, they encourage, they comfort. Shepherds care for the flock. Thank God, when I read this passage, thank God I say to myself that I am one of God's sheep. And thank God the Lord is my shepherd. This affirmation is all many of us need. This affirmation brings rest and joy and comfort and light and warmth. These are the only words of faith. The Lord is my shepherd. The only words that many of us need. Glory, glory, alleluia. It's great news. But wait, Pastor Matt, what about verse 4? I regret. I who, who invited you to interrupt me? Follow the script, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with you about the first five words. Um, I remember many days um, at home, and we would face struggles or situations at home, and my mom would just start, the Lord is my shepherd. That was a way of, of bringing us together and encouraging her, us as a family. And so the Lord is my shepherd, those words bring tremendous 
comfort and inspiration. Yes, we can rest in God. Yes, we can trust in God. Yes, we can lean on God. And yes, we are in good hands um, as we follow God's word. But I still have to ask, what about verse 4? Yeah, I don't want to think about verse 4. Um, who wants to walk or talk about the valley of the shadow of death? Who wants to talk about the darkest valley? Let's talk instead about green pastures and still waters. Those, those are peaceful scenes, right? Absolutely. I mean, we have green pastures and still waters right here in front of us. The faces of our children, their smiles, their abilities. You saw these young men come up Amen. and confidently and strongly and lead you in the word of God. Those are the green pastures, right? Amen. We see that, yeah. we celebrate that, and that is what God has called us to do, to lift that up. Um, however, we must go there to the valley of the shadow of death. Uh. The psalmist says, we must be aware of this. We have to be aware of this too. When I take off my blinders and look at our community, I see more than still waters and green pastures. I see the valley of the shadow of death. I see why people sometimes um, lose hope. I see gun violence. And the way that gun violence ripples through every child, family, person in our community, but particularly our dreamers. I see children and families traumatized and crippled by um, their experiences in life. I see the effects of mental illness. I see families who are struggling economically needing food, needing transportation, needing support to pay their bills. I see the pain of mothers who have lost their sons to gun violence. Mm -hmm. It is the most heart-wrenching experience to be in conversation with them as they talk and reflect about the memory of their child and the, the pain of not having justice when someone has taken their child away from them. I see the impact of incarceration on our families, um, our children without fathers or without mothers who may be incarcerated. So I see green pastures and still waters every day at Dream. It is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful experience to be there and just to see the hope in their eyes. But yet I also see that valley of the shadow of death, and I also see the darkest valley in our community. Okay. So if we're going to go to verse 4, at least we get there through verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. And that's what equips us to deal with the valley of the shadow of death mm -hmm. and with all the other things that don't resemble green waters and still pastures. The Lord is my shepherd. Yes. Yes, those words are a great, great comfort. I have hope precisely because of those words. I wake up every day because of those words. Mm -hmm. People often ask me, are you getting enough rest? Do you ever sleep? Why do you email me at 3 o'clock in the morning? It is because I have hope in um, the vision, in the mission, and the purpose of dream. I have hope when I see and interact with our dreamers, with our dream team, with our moms, I have hope. And, um, and that is of great comfort to me. That gives me energy. That is why I can wake up 
every morning and face the day because of those, that simple yet powerful 23rd Psalm that my mother sowed into all of us as kids. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So we've talked before about mentors, and I'm going to sit down and let you do this, but um, uh, the mentors and the people that God has sent us to shepherd our lives. Mm -hmm. Tell us something about those shepherds and those people who have guided you. Absolutely. Sit down while you do that. You only have two hours. Two hours? All right. Well, you know, my mom wanted me to be, to be a Baptist preacher, so sometimes <laughs> Baptist preachers, we can't do it in a short time frame, but I'm going to try. All right. So I first have to say that God has um, shepherded me through the witness and the encouragement um, of, of my mother. Uh, many of you have heard me speak about her. Um, she was just this Im- 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 enormous force in our community and in our lives, right? She made a a dedication to make sure that children had access to education. She always would say, all children can learn. And she encouraged that, she supported that, and she just loved on kids. So the way that she loved on me is the same way that I want to love on dreamers and dream families and moms and dads. Um, instrumental person in my life, and um, every day I try to live out her purpose and legacy through dream. Um, God has shepherded me through the witness and encouragement of professors and fraternity mentors um, while I was at Alcorn State University, which is the oldest historically land-grant college, black land-grant college in the country. My mother graduated from there. I also graduated from there. And she ensured that all of five of her kids graduated from Alcorn. So that type of deep investment in making sure that um, at Alcorn State University, we received that encouragement and mentorship from professors and fraternity members. Uh, Also, was shepherd through the witness and encouragement of individuals, leaders, the chancellor at the University of Mississippi. It was my first opportunity to be a leader, to be in front of people, and to think about how my voice can um, create access and equity. Um, And in a space, when you think about the University of Mississippi, within the context of Mississippi, that space uh, many times was segregated and we did not have access to to academics and other things like that. So being in the chancellor's office gave me that platform to ensure that all voices are heard. Um, God shepherded me through the witness and encouragement of Dr. Brenda um, Townsend Walker. Um, she was my, one of my first bosses in the world. And talking about an enormous lady like my mother, um, she um, was a professor at the, at the University of South Florida, wrote millions and millions of dollars of grants. Maybe that's where I get that, get that from, right? Being under her, her training. Um, but those grants were about ensuring that African-American students at the university who wanted to be teachers had their tuition paid. They had resources to pursue their education. So she was this outstanding role model for how do we use funding to create opportunities for for students. I still talk with her to this day, um, lifelong friend and lifelong mentor. God shepherded me through the witness and encouragement of Dr. Samuel Wright, also at the University of South Florida. Um, Amazing um, man, visionary, 
pillar of the community. Everyone knows him. He goes into spaces and just advocates and advocates and advocates. And so I've been in those spaces. He was a type of mentor who told me when I was wrong, and he told me when I was right, right? He was a dad in that way to me. Um, God has shepherded me through the witness and encouragement of you all in this church. You know, I lift up the support and the experiences um, of being a member of First Presbyterian Church. Many of you all knew, know that um, I'm a Baptist boy, born and raised. And when I went home and told my mother that I had um, joined a Presbyterian church, she was not happy. <laughs> um, it took her a while to get adjusted to it, trust me. But um, being here at First Presbyterian has been a blessing, not only just for my life personally and spiritually, but for the support that First Pres has um, blessed Dream with. And I also have to acknowledge the mission team as a source of encouragement. Um, the mission team back in 2015 um, really just wrapped around this whole vision, this whole idea, and just loved on it, was very open to it and encouraging. And so um, much of this appreciation goes to the mission team who believe in dream. Um, God has shepherded me through the witness and encouragement of um, a second um, of a mother that I've, a, that I've um, clinged to over the years. Um, in the beginning, when I first was nervously talking about dream, she just listened and encouraged and asked more questions. And so I lift up Claudia Kirby um, for the encouragement and the, um, the mentoring that she provided to me and also to, to, to dream over the years. Um, God has shepherded me through the witness and encouragement of many, many outstanding um, pastors and men and women of God. I lift up Reverend Alonzo Johnson from Presbyterian USA, um, Reverend Chuck, Reverend Charles Carlson, um, Pastor Chris Light at University Place Church, and also to you, Pastor Matt, for mentoring and supporting me. It's just been, um, it's just been really encouraging and powerful to be, to be um, developed, right, um, over time and to listen and to have the support. And another significant person um, that I want to lift up is Bob Lupton. He came here back in 2014, 2015, and shared with our church and um, Claudia and Chuck and other people, like, tell them about your vision. Tell them about your vision. Tell them about what you want to do. I'm like, no, nah, I'm scared. Um, but they pushed me, and I shared this vision with, with Bob Lupton, who is the um, author of Toxic Charity. And he said, um, and I, hopefully God, I'm, I know God spoke to him in those words. And he said, um, that is what your church needs to be supporting. That is the investment that you need to make in your community, this thing that this young man is talking about called dream. And most importantly, um, I've learned so much, and God has shepherded me through the encouragement of, um, most importantly, dreamers. I mean, I've learned so much from these young men um, about life, about what it takes to be, um, to thrive in this world, what they need, what they dream about, what they're afraid of. 
I've learned so much through um, working with the Dream Team, about leadership, about being flexible. Um, through the moms, I just love hanging out and kicking it with the moms because they teach me so much as well and just encourage me to, um, to keep moving forward. And so uh, I just end by saying that Jesus is the good shepherd. And I have seen the face of Jesus in the faces of all these people that I just talked about. Um, I know the Lord is my shepherd because the fact that he has really invested in sending people to me that will encourage me and keep me moving forward. But it's not even about me. I think most people know that I'm not, um, I don't have an ego in this. It's about these babies, these children, these lives. That is what this is all about. All of you have invested in the lives and the future of these young people. They're going to go on to do great things because we had great faith, and we really believe that the Lord is our shepherd. Jesus, Jesus says in John's gospel, I am the great shepherd. I am the good shepherd. Um, a good shepherd, a really good one, will lay down his life for the flock, uh, and this is the kind of sacrifice. We don't want to talk about giving up of lives, do we? But this is the kind of sacrifice Jesus invites us to make, us to make, not just Tracy, but us to make on behalf of others. This is the kind of elbow grease Jesus wants us to put into relationships with our world, with those people who join us around the table and those people we notice who are missing from the table. Jesus wants us to gather everybody around. And the question could be, do we trust Jesus that much? Do we dare to follow Jesus that far to lay down our lives? Do we? Do we dare to risk loving the community that much? That's what shepherds do, though, right? They guide, they protect, they heal, they teach, they encourage, they comfort, they take care of the flock. Tracy's a shepherd of dream. It's their eighth birthday, founded in 2015. Yes, sir. This is the eighth year. So they have many years to go. They've really just begun. But this, this ministry of shepherding, of caring, bringing people like Alan on board and others, uh, the growing program, the morphing program, is, is shepherding in action. Mm -hmm. So Tracy, I thank God that you're a shepherd of so many boys and girls uh, in our community, the various staff. Don't forget about the parents. Work. I don't want to forget those parents, right? You are a shepherd of so much, and you're shepherded by so many Absolutely. people. God has used and is using you in a powerful way. Amen? Amen. And God uses us in that way, too. Uh, we we uh, foster children. We, we've had a ministry of, of giving uh, enormous amounts of our resources, our time, our money, our prayer, our tears. You all have been mentoring and shepherding people and have been shepherded by them. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Um, so let's try this litany together, okay. shall we? Absolutely. All right, don't mess up. All right, <laughs> try, try to keep up here. The, the pressure, the pressure. The Lord is my shepherd. I, I shall, shall not want. want. The Lord leads me to places of comfort and rest. The place, to places of respite and relaxation. To dinners at Neal Street Blues. To concerts at Cranert. 
to offbeat movies at the Virginia Theater, to the bounty of the blooming flowers of spring. The Lord also leads me to places of hurt, to people who don't share the same privileges as me, to families who sometimes struggle, to people who could use a friend. The Lord leads us to dinner celebrations, basketball games, high-five experiences of great joy. And the Lord leads me through struggles, through headlines I'd rather avoid to work on, and through systems that need reform. The Lord wants me to walk with people who struggle. The, the Lord blesses me to be a blessing in my community. The Lord catches me when I fall. The Lord encourages me when I'm afraid. The Lord chastises me when I am lazy. The Lord inspires me when I am tired and weary. The Lord calls me to be a healer. The Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God. Thank Thanks you, be to God. Thank you. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week. Thank you.